Peter Drucker said, to make decisions is the specific executive task. And the best decisions demand this tool. Welcome to On My Walk, the reading podcast that helps you capture reading's aha moments and apply them to your life and leadership. So let's say you're in a meeting. You have a great idea. You've been processing it. You've been turning it over and over in your mind. You think that you've considered it from multiple angles. You've brought in a few careful thinkers to help you massage your idea, and you've made some tweaks, and now it's the time to share it. So you lay out the vision, the idea, the plan, the concept, the strategy, and the response, well, it's not what you expected. You don't get the standing ovation. You don't hear them say, that's brilliant, or I like it. Instead, you get, well, it could work, but what about, or have you considered, or I don't agree. How do you respond in that moment? Peter Drucker said, every good decision demands dissent. I want you to hear that again. Every good decision demands dissent. It demands disagreement, conflict of opinions. Drucker said, it's what the effective presidents look for and foster. Listen to what he says. Every one of the effective presidents in American history has his own method of procuring the disagreement he needed in order to make an effective decision. Lincoln, Theodore Roosevelt, Franklin D. Roosevelt, Harry Truman, each had his own ways, but each created the disagreement he needed for some understanding of what the decision is all about. Washington, we know, hated conflicts and quarrels and wanted a united cabinet, yet he made quite sure of the necessary differences of opinion on important matters by asking both Hamilton and Jefferson for their opinions. The president who understood best the need for organized disagreement was probably Franklin D. Roosevelt. Whenever anything of importance came up, he would take aside one of his aides and say to him, I want you to work on this for me, but keep it a secret. This made sure, as Roosevelt knew perfectly well, that everybody in Washington heard about it immediately. Then Roosevelt would take aside a few other men, known to differ from the first, and would give them the same assignment, again, in the strictest confidence. As a result, he could be reasonably certain that all important aspects of every matter were being thought through and presented to him. He could be certain that he wouldn't become the prisoner of somebody's preconceived conclusions. This practice was severely criticized as execrable administration by the one so-called professional manager in Roosevelt's cabinet, his Secretary of the Interior, Harold Ikes, whose diaries are full of diatribes against the president's sloppiness, indiscretions, and treachery. But Roosevelt knew that the main task of an American president isn't administration, it's the making of policy, the making of the right decisions, and these are made best on the basis of adversary proceedings, to use the term of the lawyers for their method of getting at the true facts in a dispute, and of making sure that all relevant aspects of a case are presented to the court. There are three main reasons for the insistence on disagreement. That's good stuff. Good policy, says Drucker, is the outworking of the right decisions, and the right decisions need, in his words, adversary proceedings. Now let's think about this. Why is dissent, disagreement, conflict of opinions so necessary? Well, Drucker gives us three reasons. First, disagreement keeps the decision maker from being the prisoner 
of the organization. Now, the first time I read that, I'm like, what is he talking about? And I had to reread it a few times. And here's what Drucker means. Everyone in an organization wants something from the decision maker. They're trying to obtain favors, usually in good faith, but they're trying to obtain favors for their cause. But when the practice of robust decision evaluation is a part of the organization's DNA, then no one gets special treatment and the leader is saved from catering to any individual or group because everyone walks through the same process. And that process includes disagreement.
Now the question I want to leave you with is this. What will you do with that thought when it comes to a decision you're making on your walk through life and leadership today?